And welcome to episode number seven of the Illini Basketball Podcast on Ethercar Sports World on this uh, Friday, December twentieth, and uh, twenty nineteen. Yep, that is the uh, that is the years we are almost into twenty twenty. This will be the second to last episode of twenty nineteen uh, for this, and uh, plenty of things to cover. Not that much though, overall compared to what we usually do. I think uh, talk about the old Dominion game couple of things about other things and such and in the Missouri game or the bragging rights and game. other things like that so Illinois beats Old Dominion last Saturday that was uh what was that long the, time uh, ago 14th yeah seems like a long time ago 69 that's nice to 55 of course eight and three on the year uh they uh this game was not as close it, was, as it, it wasn't much of a game um I hadn't picked to win 81 60 I thought they'd get over that uh that nobody's hit the 80 mark against Old Dominion. You had a whopping 65 to 38. They had 38 so. points towards the end of the but, second yeah, half. It was like with 12 minutes left, I think. That's not that bad. No, that wasn't bad at all. Um, but I most of the subs played like the last five minutes, so it was kind of kind of junk time after that. So I think they would have got to 81 if they would have kept the starters in. Um, did you pick a player of the game? I had Alan Griffin. I had Alan Griffin. Uh, 15 points, one block, one steal. No rebounds, however, which he uh, earlier in the season he was he was crashing the offensive boards or defensive boards, getting some offensive boards. Um, didn't really have any, but he was six of seven from the field, three of four from three. Um, so I think he finally. I've been asking for what seven episodes. When when's he going to actually show that he's a shooter? Uh, I think he sh- finally showed it. Hopefully that carries over into the Mizzou game. Uh, he only played 16 minutes too, so uh, Illinois started off. They started off really aggressive. Io hit a three. Frazier hit a three. Um, Kofi was running the head of the break. I mean, he was in front of everybody at, at points in the first half. Uh, played good defense. Um, I, I know I've been talking about this inbounds defense. Um, they went to man this game, and I felt like they they ran that well on when the other team was taking the inbounds underneath their hoop. Uh I I they struggled on the rebounds though from what I I mean I think they ended up the game ended up they were they lost the rebound category, which might be the first time they yeah, have they all lost year. It by one. Um but I all in all it was it was a good first half. Uh there were some points that I saw. Um I noticed Georgie you could hear a verbal uh that's you on a rebound which Illinois has been fighting over rebounds. So it's yeah. good that they're having that communication now. Um, of course, I got to bring it up. Uh, Kipper comes in at the sixteen twenty mark, uh, <laughs> has just a t- terrible drive to the hole. He, I mean, I think he shot it backwards, somehow got bailed out. They called a foul, uh, missed both free throws. Next time down the court or uh, old minion comes down the court. Kipper fouls with a, on a box out. Um, and and uh, Underwood had this lineup in. It was Griffin, Kipper, Feliz, Io, and Georgie. And like like I said, it I've had had a problem with this this offense. You know, these five guys being in at the same time. There was a lot of no offensive productivity. Old Dominion went on a little run. Uh, Kipper took a bad three late in the shot clock at one time, and uh, Kipper almost turned the ball over and then it ended up in Griffin's hand and Griffin turns it over. Uh, so 
Uh, Illinois started off hot, four for four, starting out, went zero for seven after that. Uh, Kipper finally hit a three. Um, they they were running the weave play a lot, and they were doing the the give to the to Kofi and then rubbing off of him. They they were getting away from the pick and roll most of the game, at least most of the first half. Um, and then uh, Old Dominion, of course, went on a went a five for five from the field, kind of got the game back in. Illinois once again hits the bonus early in the game. Uh, first half they had it at the eight forty five mark, and uh, I think I think a lot of that has to do with Kofi and his presence inside. I think he's getting fouled a lot, so um, it was a pretty good game. I, Old Dominion, I think, in the first fifteen minutes, were out rebounding Illinois eleven to eight. Like you said, they ended up losing the rebound battle, which is is shocking in my opinion. Um, but uh, there's a moment they where Frazier got a steal, so they mentioned his family came in. Uh, first time that they've got to see him play since he came to Illinois. So, yeah, that's crazy. Um, they got to see him play Michigan and Old Dominion, so they got to come up for that. So, And then we get into a really funky five. We, at Underwood had Feliz. Griffin, Kipper, DeMonte, and Georgian. And <laughs> literally, your only ball handler at that point is Felice. So, uh, at, while that was going on, DeMonte got his arm tied up in that in that screen. He yeah. went out for a little bit. Ended up coming back in, but Io came, or Io came back in, and uh, Georgie and Felice and Io went on a really nice fast break. I don't know if you remember that. Uh, Georgie had the ball, took a few dribbles, passed it off to Feliz, who then uh, found Io open underneath the hoop. Uh, and and there's one play, Kipper, I don't know, you in high school or in junior high even, I think everybody runs this play. We used to call it Michigan back when I was in school. Um, but it's when you, you give the, the point, gives it off to the wing. You go over there and you, you know, you get the ball from the wing and they run this end around and go up underneath the hoop and Kipper had it out there and there is something with Illinois they always make that pass it doesn't matter if the guy's wide open or not and Kipper throws it up into four guys from Old Dominion there's a turnover there but I, I don't understand because the, the next extension of that play is supposed to be the guy with the ball comes off another screen and then you got another pick and roll and uh, you can probably hit Kofi down at the bottom uh, but they they ran the weave play pretty good. When you get Kofi out there and he's moving towards the basket, it just opens up the floor so much. So uh, it was pretty. They were up fifteen and a half, uh, forty to twenty five. They were four for twelve um, from three first half, so they were shooting well. Um, at least for Illinois, they were shooting well. Uh, second half, uh, I didn't really didn't write much. I sat back enjoyed the game didn't take many notes uh it they were pretty it was pretty much over at that time uh we got to see our first Tavion action sadly it was with five minutes left to go in the game yeah and he came in with the scouts with the scout team um so we didn't get to see what he could even do with the with the real guys I think he got one shot off you know didn't get the ball a whole lot but I did see he hadn't posted on Twitter since, what was it, six weeks before the season started yeah, or something. Yeah. And uh, there was a picture of him, and all it was captioned was patience. So 
apparently he's okay with what's going on. I he's still here. I just hope he gets utilized more. So I don't think we're gonna see him a lot until mid January. I think yeah, uh, Big Ten play. I just, I, I just <clears throat> it makes more sense to play him in these games to get him going. But yeah, but to throw him in with the, you know, with the scout team, I what it's not helping him in my opinion. So I don't understand it. Uh, Illinois was 18 for 20 from free throw line. Like I said, the, you know, the, the scout team, the subs came in with five minutes left. Game was never really close. There was never really any question about this game. Um, so, uh, I felt like it was a solid game. They need to clean up, uh, the turnovers too. They had 17 turnovers, um, old dominion. They forced 19, but still, Giving up 17. I think two of those were from Kipper and two were from Griffin. And then uh, I, I was looking. Georgie had three. Kofi had three. And then all the guards had one. So uh, big, the big men, uh, you know, uh, Georgie might be the best uh, entry pass guy we have right now. Uh, he, he had a really good one where, you know, it barely fit through the hole. And then the next time down, he tried to sneak one in there. It got picked off, but, but he's really good at finding Kofi down there. Um, but all in all, good game, good week of basketball. Uh, you know, they beat Michigan came into, you know, old dominion came in, they beat them. Uh, Kofi wins his fourth big 10 freshman of the week <laughs> in, in six weeks. Uh, it's not bad. Already a Illini record, from what they say, <laughs> winning four, so four out of six. And he's the only freshman right now ad- averaging a double-double. So he averaged uh, 15 points, nine and a half rebounds, and two and a half blocks over the Michigan and Old Dominion game. And I read on Twitter last night, and it kind of made me kind of excited, uh, 2020 mock draft has five centers going in the first round. None of them are Kofi Co- Coburn. Um, James Wiseman, Isaiah Stewart, Vernon Carey, Okongwa. I don't know who that is. And Zeke Nanji. So that's <clears throat> Memphis, um, who he left Memphis, so whatever. Right, he, yeah. And then you have Duke. NCAA screwed in. Yeah. <laughs> Arizona, and I don't know the other two. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know who those two are. Um, but uh, so they're saying that Kofi would be a, for sure lottery pick probably in 2021. Right now, they don't even they don't even mention him. It makes so, sense for him to stay, but I don't I don't know if I see it. I I think it depends <clears throat> on how much. I mean, honestly, with like Myers Leonard, I think Myers Leonard left because he wanted to provide for his family. So I don't know how much Kofi, you know, needs that. I think that that matters. Yeah. Um, if he stayed, you know, he he'd still have that relationship with Georgie. I I, I think that there's a chance that he stays. It's similar to the it, Iowa it just shocked me he wasn't in the top five right now. Mm-hmm. I understand he's a freshman, he's young, but I mean, I mean Wiseman's a freshman. Of There's course, three freshmen one. at least yeah. on that list that you list because right. Carey's a freshman, Najee I think is a freshman. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. So you had what eleven and nine in this game. Yeah. Kofi. Yep. Eleven nine. Yeah. There's. It's hard to like you know think about the stats that much in this game because of how long they had the subs in. Um, they did shoot ninety percent from the line. That's a positive sign. Uh, they only they uh, got fouled twenty three times by Old Dominion. Um, they shot forty six percent from the field, thirty five from three, and Old Dominion starters were eleven of thirty four from the field. Really, their starters did not play very well. Wow. 
Uh, Illinois starters had 23 of the 30 rebounds yeah. uh, in this game for them. Yeah, and you mentioned but, their uh, their three point shooting. They were four of 12 in the first half, and they ended seven of 20. So, yeah, I don't know. I like I said, I didn't take any notes. Second half, it was kind of nice to sit there and just watch a game. Um, <laughs> I've been, uh, I'm, I've already filled up a notepad of Illinois games so far this year. So it was nice to sit back, watch <clears> a game, you know, half of a game, um, and then you know. I'm going to the Missouri game, so I probably won't have a lot of notes. That's going to be on you um, to, to, to provide them. But, uh, yeah, I I think it's been – it was a good two games. I mean, uh, beating Michigan, I know we already talked about that. Um, and then coming in and just not laying down against Old Dominion. It could have easily been one of those games, like with Miami. You know, they, they come out sluggish, but they were – they were playing hard from the get-go, and even with like five minutes left in the first half, up 15, Iowa was still on the ground fighting for balls. So uh, it, it was fun to watch. It's I think this team's starting to take off now. I yeah. think uh, I think the Miami and Maryland losses probably helped them in terms of uh, not Fired laying down or yeah. you know, I agree. coming out flat. Uh, it was nice to see Griffin, six of seven from the field, three of four from three, finally an efficient game for him. I don't know how great the defense was against him at that time. Uh, I didn't really pay attention when he was in, in the second half, but um, Iowa 14-2-3. Georgia was 6-6-4. Six, six, Frazier with 9-2-3. I mean, solid game overall. The score was, what was that? 5 plus 9 is 14. 14 so point it, was game. A four, it was more like a 20 point and game. And I think the spread was like 13.5-14. I, I didn't write it down. <clears> it barely covered that. But again, it was 5 minutes of of the guys at the end of the bench, so yeah, that'll that'll change that'll skew numbers a little bit. So, so I saw a comment on Facebook of the game that they beat Old Dominion, I believe it was, and someone said, "Will anyone ever be satisfied with this team?" I was satisfied. With I the think Old Dominion I think game. some people will be. Um, um, I feel like Illinois can go to unsatisfactory levels. And you, mm-hmm. you sit there and you're watching them and you're like, I know they're better than this. But I I think that they will be. I think so. I feel like that guy is probably not satisfied if that's his people, people need to adjust their expectations at times because this is still, you know, it's not a, an elite top 10 team in the country, which a lot of people think that. I don't think they can be. Yeah. They, people need to remember they won twelve games last year. It seems like they won more. Yeah, but they did. But they 12. but they only won twelve games. So, if beyond that, I mean, I think that's just the mentality of Illinois fans. I mean, we we all remember two thousand five, and we act like two thousand five was two years ago, mm-hmm. and it was fifteen. You know, <laughs> so. It, we're still trying to live that 2005 era, and it, they've it's made not the tournament happening. in six, seven years, right? I mean, yeah, yep, yeah. I don't know. Uh, next up, we have stuff about the Big Ten. The Big Ten. Um, I'm pretty sure that your your note said the Big Ten basically sucks. But yeah, it does. Okay. Um, I so I, I was listening to your all sports podcast, and I'm pretty sure you named the Big Ten as the best conference. I said deepest, but that's because I think that everyone is so average. There's not really there's like one or two really bad teams, and when I said that, I didn't think about the Big Twelve or the ACC very much. Um, 
I think now I would change my answer, but okay. the Big Ten is pretty, you know, solid all the way around. But the it's Big also Ten's always had a reputation great. of beating each other up, though. <clears throat> yeah. That's kind of how it's always been. Home team always has a big advantage. Um, like Maryland lost to Seton Hall last night. Uh, Seton Hall was ranked last week. Now they got beat by Rutgers, but Rutgers was at home. Michigan keeps losing games. Seton Hall was at home. Uh, I think it matters. Michigan State barely beat Northwestern, mm-hmm. and then uh, uh, Ohio State goes into Minnesota and gets beat at Minnesota. I I mean I think that's the way the Big Ten's always been. It's always been you know the home team has a has an advantage. Uh, I don't think they necessarily suck, <laughs> as you say, but. I, I think that they're struggling, but I think that the I think that college basketball this year is different too. A lot of really good teams. Yeah, really good or a lot of on the same level teams. I yep. guess um, there's no one that's by themselves. Right. Yeah. There's nobody above and beyond uh, anybody else. Um, and then I, I guess that leads into I had uh, a question on the Facebooks. Uh, says with Michigan State being two and zero, Northwestern zero and two, and everyone else in the Big Ten one and one. I'm curious of your thoughts on the final Big Ten standings. Seeding for the Big Ten tournament could be interesting if everybody ends up ten and ten. Which, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think it can be interesting. I I was I was watching or I saw it on Twitter. Uh, they had like the big 10 in tiers and they actually had Illinois in tier one handicaps <laughs> handicaps yep. um, had Illinois in tier one. We don't know how credible this is. Yeah. So I think, I think it's going to be in, I think there's going to be, I think I Michigan state of, of course is going to be up there. I, I think there's going to be three or four teams that it's going to be decisive. And then you're going to have, six teams that are going to be all there in that nine and nine, 10 and nine area. Uh, who that's going to be is going to, it, it, that's a good question. Uh, right now, I don't think there's a definitive team in the big 10. That's better than everybody else. I still think Ohio state is as close to that. Even yeah. though they lost to Minnesota, I still think that they're right there. Right. Um, so the, the, you have three tiers. That would be the UPS driver. Oh. Once again, interrupting <laughs> us. Thanks a lot, UPS. So the three there's three tiers. You have Ohio State, Maryland, Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State, Illinois, Indiana at the top tier. My God. <laughs> uh, th- once again, this is Andy Katz. You know, he has a reputation on this show as being I, I'm sure he'd wish a fraud. You, wish you watched that a little bit. You never know. Yeah. He might change it up. Purdue, Iowa, Rutgers in the second tier. I think it's a little unfair to put Wisconsin and Minnesota with Nebraska and Northwestern because I think Nebraska – and Northwestern are just awful. I th- they f- seem like they'd be just <clears throat> D tier by themselves. I think you should have four tiers and yeah. put Wisconsin <laughs> and Minnesota by themselves, True. and then Nebraska and Northwestern. But yeah. Illinois, I guess if this is an order, which it seems like it is, uh, what would that fifth right sixth sixth? I which think which they're going to be. I think they're going to be in that tied for yeah. fifth sixth. Um, it, it'll be interesting how it shakes down. Uh, I I think Michigan's still going to get beat a few times. 
Um, hopefully by Illinois at least once. But see, I think that I would probably put Ohio State and Maryland and Michigan State uh, and Michigan and their own tier. Yeah, I I think that uh, I don't think Illinois and Indiana are really there yet. They definitely haven't haven't proven that. Penn yet. State's close. I don't think uh, that they've proven it either. I mean, Indiana but, um, had to take Nebraska into overtime to beat them. Yeah, Penn State did beat Maryland. Uh, Maryland should have three losses. They have two. They should have lost to Illinois. Obviously, I don't really want to, you know, get into that. <laughs> but uh, right. I think Maryland's good. I think Ohio State's good, but I think that they're beatable. I think every team in the country is beatable this year. I do too. I think I the do. only undefeated team right now is Auburn, and they're um, not even in the top ten. I, they were showing there's, yeah, the only undefeated team that matters. That matters. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I think there's four undefeated teams, but Auburn is the only one that matters, and they they got taken to the wire mm-hmm. yesterday. So, who's even number one right now? Like it's so like I think it's Kansas, right? Yes. And Maybe. I have I have Kansas beating Villanova, uh, or I have Villanova beating Kansas tomorrow. So number ones have been flying, going down all the time. But uh, yeah, I can see that again. So yeah, absolutely. Next up, before we talk Missouri, I figured that we would get into uh, Illinois News Gazette, whatever you call that. Uh, it's an article about Io Desumu's game is a work in progress. So this yes. is. Trent Meacham during an appearance on WDWS fourteen hundred AM's Monday Night Sports Talk. You guys remember Trent Meacham, right? At the es- I do not, by the way, at the Esquire in downtown Champaign. Okay, that is. Let's hear it. He says, first quote: "I don't think there's any question that he hasn't performed as well as the fans thought. I think even as he thought he would, everybody's kind of adjusting to different roles, and that's mostly because of Kopi." He thinks that he has performed? He, I don't think there's any question that he hasn't performed. Hasn't. As well as fans thought. He thinks that everyone's adjusting because of Kofi, which I think is fair, kind of. I mean, Kofi is a game changer. Changes the offense. Yeah. Next up, he says, he goes on to say, he's so good in transition, I think he needs to feed more off defense. If he can really harass teams and disrupt teams on defense, he can get deflections, get in the open court. That's where he's most effective, which we saw that a lot down the stretch last year, especially the Michigan State game. Yeah. Um, And then he said he had a set shot from the three, but was a pretty good shooter. So good in transition. That would be a good guy to study. I don't know who he's talking about there. I I uh, do not think his shot's good at all. I think he's talking about um, comparing him to someone else, but I didn't. That's not even at the part that I put, I guess. Maybe they're talking about like. Good quotes. McKamey or something? I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> Richardson? I don't know. Uh, Meacham would also like to see a shift in how DeSumo operates in the half court. Illinois still pushes for quick scoring chances, but won't force them. Half court offense is important, maybe even more so than now, with the Lionized adjusted tempo as low as it's been in the Brad Underwood era. Tempo's low. And he'd like to see him shift how he operates in the half court. Yeah. I, I think that's. I think he's probably been listening to the pod. Taking notes from me. I mean, he needs to do a better job of playing without the ball. We don't have too many guys that are great without the ball. Can he create a little advantage before he gets the ball and be better off with the catch? I think that's where he could really improve, as opposed to having the ball up top and playing with ball screens. Yeah, I he does that, and I've I've talked about that. Him in the half court is 
it, he's a different player uh, and not for the better. So they need to figure that out. Um, I I love it when he takes 12-foot shots. I think that he has a great jump shot from 12 feet. When he goes beyond the three, it's not good. Except when he makes them, and then then I look stupid. But <laughs> uh, Meacham sees the Illini's growing identity since the near upset at Maryland as this old school kind of bully ball with Coburn leading the way in the past in the post, <laughs> and several guards capable of physical play. And he said that I looked at Maryland game as what turned it around. I think as fans, we really get into the wins and losses. Of course, we want to see us win, but Underwood, I think he saw his this identity starting to form. But the thing is, the Maryland game, they dominated that first half, and then the second half is when they let Maryland back in. So so how did they let how did they have an identity form in that game? Cuz the identity I saw there was choking games away, which is the identity <laughs> they've had for the last 6 seasons. So I I don't understand that because but but they did. They ran the pick and roll and they did these things. It but then it just it disappears and they go into into spots where they're shooting with two seconds left on the shot clock yep. and things like that. It, it's just, <clears throat> it's aggravating at, at times. But no, I I agree that Io still hasn't found his game. Uh, so then he goes on to say, basically, not a great passing team, not a very good shooting team, great rebounding, can be really good defensively. Uh, team can be really tough defensively because we got length, toughness, size, and defending without fouling. Sounds like a recipe to lose a lot of games. Yeah. <laughs> no not, scoring. Not great passing, not great shooting. Maybe he's trying to say creating points off turnovers. Yeah. Which True. is basically, that's how they're going to beat the big teams. Yeah. That's why I, that's why their fast break points are, have been pretty good. As far as so know. all of that was from Trent Meacham on. WDWS 1400 AM's Monday Night Sports Talk at the Esquire in downtown Champaign. Thank you. Uh, next up, and finally, previewing tomorrow's afternoon game, which I don't know why the hell this game is at noon. I, mean, I don't know. That's what I, I've talked to people, and I've talked to I think to it hurts that brother. both teams aren't ranked. It, it, it sounds like nobody wanted them. Like ESPN didn't want to pick it up. You know, the, the big name uh, places, Fox Sports 1 or anybody, nobody wanted this game because – uh, how bad Missouri gonna and Illinois be a have down. been? So, <laughs> so I feel like, like that's the way it just it had it shaked out. Is nobody wanted it, so they're having it at noon. It, it kind of, I I'm not a big fan of it. I talked to a buddy. He thinks that it's great. He thinks that you know being there at noon, then you go out afterwards, have a good time. Um, I I I think that it's gonna hurt. Revenue, honestly, I I was looking at tickets yesterday, and they're still the top six sections in the in the in the Enterprise Center is open. I mean, there's they're, they're still selling tickets. So, um, I do have a quote from Underwood. Uh, he said, "We we get ready for what is, in my opinion, one of the great rivalries <laughs> in any sport. Okay, in a city that loves basketball." Mizzou is playing its best basketball, a veteran team. 
That is such a BS. <laughs> I, I mean, I understand, you know, the Illinois-Missouri rivalry, just like with St. Louis and things like that, but to call St. Louis a basketball town was kind of. No. Well, any sport that happens there, you usually name the town after it. Um, is this even a top 50 rivalry in sports right now? It, I could probably name 50. It'd be hard-pressed. It'd be hard-pressed. Is it um, even top 10 in but, college basketball? But, uh there's something about it. Like if you're an Illinois fan, there's something about beating Missouri. And if you're a Mizzou fan, there's something about beating Illinois. What's the so I think right it's now? I think for people in this area, it probably is mm-hmm. a top you know top rivalry. To say it in any sport in the whole country, I don't, I don't know about that. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the first question got asked to him uh, about Mark Smith and what you know what you think and. Uh, uh, Underwood looked at the other coach and said, that's one, so they must have an over-under bet on how many times they're going to be asked about him. And he said, just another player in another uniform that isn't ours. So that's I thought that lo- was a good. Player that's a loser. Good statement. Yeah. Uh, Missouri is 6-4, and four, and I don't – we were talking about I don't think they beat anybody worth a dang. Well, listen to their losses there. I mean, Xavier by 5, Butler by 11, Oklahoma by 11, Charleston Southern by 8. I mean, this Missouri team's not very good. Uh, there's 66 points They're per not. game, which is right around where Old Dominion is. Uh, has the metrics since we always do that because it's always an elite. That's right, way, way better than Ken Palm. Yeah, uh, look them up. They're number 52 overall, which is all overall all play percentage. Illinois is at 35th, so they're moving up. Okay. Um, they're I mean, one, I'm surprised that they're in the top. Six. I am surprised as well, but maybe they're better than their losses and record and stuff, but. They're 133rd in offensive efficiency, 32nd in defensive efficiency. Illinois is 60th and 45th in those two. So they do have better defensive efficiency. Offensive efficiency isn't even close. Efficiency is a very hard word to say. Um, (laughs) Say Strength of schedule, Illinois 152, Missouri 162. Really? And basically, break it all down, according to Haslametrics, Illinois is, in fact, a better basketball team. So, yes, that's analytically um, speaking. Missouri's uh, starting five: Jeremiah Tillman, Loser. which everybody knows. That's an Illinois. I fan. can't stand these players. Um, I think that it'll be fun watching Kofi dominate him. Oh God, um, it's going to be great. I'm pretty sure that Illinois shut him down last year, which was fun. Not even watch. trying. I mean, um, so uh, Tillman's averaging nine point seven a game. Uh, Brown is he's starting but he's only he's averaging 17 minutes a game yep. and then Pinson's coming in and he's averaging 23 now, a game. Now Pinson, who who's that? I know Xavier Pinson. Okay, I think I think there's another one with that name that went to North Carolina or something. Okay. I don't know. And then uh Javon Pickett, of course, another guy that had a letter of intent to Illinois and left. So jerk. Missouri having fun with our uh, scrubs. Um He's averaging 7.1 points per game. Drew Smith uh, averaging 10.8 points a game. And then Mark Smith, of course, averaging 12.9 points a game. And uh, all the articles I saw, they were really bragging about that that great game he had against, uh, who was that? Oh, Carbondale. Yeah, <laughs> they, were, they were really uh, bragging about how he got 23. and he, But he made 7 to 9 threes. So hopefully – you know, Illinois shutting shutting them down. Glad they're having fun with all these former uh, <laughs> players that were going to go to Illinois and didn't go to Illinois or yeah. people that left Illinois, uh, and they're still bad. 
Yeah, I, and this is this is a down team for Missouri. Uh, I I don't think they thought it would be. I think after last year, and uh, you know Kwanzaa, they think that he's the next coming. You know, <laughs> so I I don't think they expected that. Um, but I you you throw everything out the door when it comes to bragging rights. Mm-hmm. I, I mean. Yeah, there's no. I I text my brother because we couldn't find a spread. He said Illinois is a two and a half point favorite. I, I mean, Seems low. I, I think that I think that you keep it close because it's a because it's the bragging rights. Game. I would double it um, and put it at five. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not biased, you know. I so. agree. Um, <laughs> so I I don't know if you want to do picks. You got more on the game or. I just wonder what's. Do you know what the all time is right now? I think it's twenty five uh, and thirteen. So yeah. Illinois can double up on it. Well, we should have uh, done the when we did the decade. We should have done the Illinois record versus Missouri in this decade because I bet it's pretty good. Yeah, six and four maybe seven and three. Yeah, because it feels like they win almost every time. They didn't win last year, but right. And speaking of the all decade, uh, I did have a buddy while we were recording it, said that we should have done an all, well, said, do an all-decades team. I could write one down right now without even thinking. But, so. And 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 he put his, and I pretty much agree with it. Um, I don't think there's anything I would change to it. If you had signal down here, I'd be able to find it, but I'm not really sure where yeah, it's at. Well, do you remember what it is? <laughs> his was McCamey. I, I already wrote three down, Richardson, McCamey, and Paul. Those are like locks, right? I mean. Uh, I don't think he had Richardson. What the? Okay, then it's Maybe obviously false. Maybe he did. Hold on. We're professionals. This is just. Yeah, super professional. You ready? Here it is. Point guard, McCamey. Shooting guard, Good. Brandon Paul. Okay. Uh, small forward, Malcolm Hill. Don't know about that. I think Hill is good. I I think that if Nunn didn't beat up his girlfriend, I would or still take Nunn over Hill. See, and that's it. Um, Are we going power, by stats or actual player? Just play. I don't know thoughts. Power forward Myers Leonard, and center Coburn. And he said that his only uh, his only uh, tough calls were if he should put Io at shooting guard, no. and Georgie at power no. forward, no. Okay, so I will go. But I liked his. I I think that I would probably go with his. I think I might put Richardson instead of Paul, and I might put. I mean, Paul isn't really a small forward, but I think I'd put him. I'm gonna go off the grid. Let's hear it. Richardson. You got Meacham in it? No. I don't even remember him at all. So, Uh, Richardson, Paul, McCamey, Leonard, which is you know whatever. Kendrick Nunn, thank you. How long was Kendrick Nunn at Illinois? Two years. That counts. He was good. I agree. I mean, if I'm going, if I I want Myers Leonard was only there two years. An all-decade team that's going to win me games. This team is winning. You got Leonard at the five. Doesn't even matter. But you, but you talk about their college career. You can't say oh because Nunn's in the NBA that he. No, Nunn was great at Illinois. I agree. Um, And Richardson and Paul broke records. Uh, They were probably the best scorers of this era or of this decade. Yeah. Uh, McCamey was the best pure point guard they've had. Absolutely. Um, until Andre Curbelo, you know, like first overall pick yeah. eventually. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so 
Illinois plays Missouri uh, tomorrow. For some reason, it's at noon, whatever, in St. Louis. <laughs> Got to uh, leave at 9.30 tomorrow morning. Thanks a lot. Yep, revenge, revenge game. It'll be on SEC Network, which is total BS, but whatever. <laughs> um, and uh, I think that's all that I had for that. Uh, we will be back next week on the 27th. What about your picks? We need picks, bro. <laughs> yep, we need picks. I forgot about that. I got I'll just... Illinois 75, Missouri 61. 14-point win. Um, going to dominate. Now you got to give me a second to think. Uh Sixty-eight, guys. I can see it. I know you guys can't, but I can. Illinois sixty-eight, Missouri sixty-three. Okay, five-point win. Five-point win. Maybe that's what you wanted the spread to be. Um, and then one last thing, I just want to touch on before we do go. Um, Illinois offered Frank Katnang, uh, six ten, six eleven. They said he was listed as a power forward, but then they have him as a five-star, eighteenth ranked nationally. Number three center in the nation. Um, it's uh, it's for the class of 2021. So he's a junior this year. Uh, and from what I could find out, Illinois has six offers out to five stars for the class of 2021. Probably going to go for six there. Um, and Derek Piper, who is 24-7 mm-hmm. sports, uh, he said that, quoting Frank Kapnang, is that he is really happy to get an offer from Illinois. He's only had offers from UConn, Pitt, and uh He's St. a five-star? He's a five-star. They got him at 9971 or something. He's not Anthony Davis, 9999. He is not. So, so um, Antigua is on the recruiting trail for him. Hopefully, he can pull him in. Hopefully, you know, we can replace Kofi after he stays one more year mm-hmm. with Frank. So, um, just want to throw that in. That's that's what's going on on the recruiting side of things um go ahead and take us out brother okay so next week on the 27th oh hold on i got one more thing he's got Um, one more thing (laughs) i got a buddy who likes betting tips and he uh is putting five dollars on the line i win in the tip if anybody wants to take the bet so i don't think anyone wants to take that (laughs) no i don't think so (laughs) okay so next week episode eight on the 27th of december uh we will be reviewing the bragging rights game previewing the north carolina a&t game plus the Michigan State game, uh, the North Carolina A&T games on the 29th, which is next Saturday, mm-hmm. I think, right? Sounds yeah. right. No, wait. Sunday? No, wait. Sunday. Wait. Yeah. Whatever. is a Sunday. Then the second uh, will be against Michigan State. That's January 2nd, of course. That's the first game of the year. Of the new year. And then episode You'll nine. You'll be a year older. Yeah. Episode nine is on January 3rd. So, yeah. Sounds That's good, all I have, man. and you know, I'm excited. Hope you guys enjoy. Hope you all have a great day. If they lose this game, week. season's over. Let's go, Illinois. Peace, easy. <laughs>